open up this beer. You're listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network on BingeMedia.net. And now, the Binge Sportscast. Stop being assholes. You suck. On the sports cast, we're gonna get boozed up and shout. Yeah. We'll talk about some sports action. Just don't expect any satisfaction. We only talk about sports we care about. Unbelievable. <laughs> On the sports cast, we always go over and out. Yeah. On the sports cast. We're going to take your VSVs. For the most part, fans are dumb. On the sportscast, we don't waste time talking hockey. Now that shit, I'll fucking do without. Pro football is our mission. The Mets give team a brain condition. PJ knows what college sports are all about. On the sportscast, we're getting drunk, so come hang out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, welcome everybody! It's the monthly edition of the Sportscast. Uh, TM, that intro could not be more fitting for tonight's show. I can't believe it. Total I shot in the dark. <laughs> yeah, I had the same exact thought as the lyrics are coming in. I'm like, well, this was perfect. <laughs> yes, yes. So welcome everybody to the Sportscast. Uh, I know we get shit on because we only record once a month. You know, sorry, sorry. But shit happens, life happens, and in all honesty, not that much shit has been going on in sports. Um, Since the last time we recorded TM, I mean, the NCAA tournament happened, and holy shit, we can talk about that a little bit. Uh, Baseball started, and um, now we are into the hockey and basketball playoffs. I don't know. I mean, what's uh, what's been your last month, TM? What what's been, you know, wetting the whistle, if you will, or or you know, uh, I mean, it's Knicks basketball and Mets baseball, and baseball in general. Um, I always find myself watching the Yankees if the Mets aren't on or if they played a day game. Uh, I've been really watching a lot more MLB Network this year. I like the fast pitch show that you know quick pitch, whatever it's called. It's some stuff. I throw that on in the morning. You get whatever happened the night before, all the highlights, yada, yada. Uh, It's kind of like baseball tonight on that network. Love that show. Um, And that's what I've been doing. I'm in a fantasy baseball league with our uh, own Chad C, who Mm -hmm. I've now realized through the first three weeks of this season and the last two years, it's pretty obvious this is just a side job for him because it's BS. He wins every year. He's already winning it this year and i just i'm not getting in it i'm not giving him i'm not donating next season <laughs> i'll say that <laughs> but uh yeah definitely mets and Knicks. yeah so how is so i we were talking pre-show about local radio and here and obviously the tigers suck although they are now on a winning streak 
but here we're talking a lot about the NFL draft. Uh, the last couple yes. of weeks have been very heavy, but does New York media, I mean, is it, is it, is it all baseball talk? I guess that's my question is how invested are people into the draft or maybe free agency? Cause we did our last show was just into free agency and there's actually been a lot going on that we can talk about. Uh, but how much are the New York teams, New York media invested into free agency and the NFL in general right now? Is it still dominate? No, it definitely doesn't dominate. New York media is very Yankee Met driven uh, once the season gets going and Knicks. Um, so you've got all that going on right now. I guess I shouldn't mention the Nets, but they're getting swept out anyway. But so like I do more podcasts right now than I do. Right. I, I have a hard time. So you got Tiki Barber does a show with this guy, Brandon Tierney. It's 10 to 2. Right. I just cannot listen to Tiki Barber talk about a, a sport that isn't football. It really, I just can't do it. I don't want, I'm just like in my head, I'm like, shut up. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. That's just, I feel bad. He's a great dude, but I just don't want to hear it. Does and he? Tierney's is. Sorry. Does he, he, is, he, is he, he talks good? like he's. Yeah, he's all right. But when, again, when, when he, he talks, talks football, when he talks football, is he? Yeah, is when he, he talks football, I value what he's saying, right? I mean, he's obviously has the experience and everything. Well, he's talking about the baseball, and he will say some comments sometimes about trades or this guy should be playing over this guy. And I, I mean, it's just dead wrong stuff. And I just can't, I just changed the station. Plus, the Tierney guy right now is like public enemy number one with Mets fans because he just trashes the Mets every day and it's become this thing where these callers keep calling in and just saying you're obviously a Mets hater and and it's it's just too much I don't want to listen to it I, I I got my guys that I like that have all gone the podcast route um yep. and I listen to a lot of like the Bill Simmons net, um, network ringer shows and stuff like that all those guys are kind of it's like too much is going on right now to focus on the draft, but they will forever mention that the draft is also this month. So it's like, oh, my God, NBA, NHL playoffs. You've got the Mets, the Yankees, you know, and then the draft coming up. That's all they say. Gotcha. <laughs> so, yeah. And that's, yeah. It's very uh, here because, obviously, the Tigers and uh, everything else, the, the, we don't have – playoff hockey i picked the lions have a decent pick, well, and I mean. that's the biggest thing so yeah and and, and so what i want to do tonight tm before we just, we just say one more thing before we move yeah. on just remember that last year this conversation when we had it was completely opposite because you had the jets and giants picking oh, right super early right so that was all new york talked about was the draft it's a little different this year basically yeah. you know specifically because of that reason too so anyway, yeah, sorry, and I don't, ahead. yeah, and I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to poo-poo any of it. I just, I want to, I want to make sure we're, we're, there's, there's so much going on. I think you and I could sit here and just go back and forth and every other sentence would be about every other sport. Um, but we should just look at, you know, I want to know right now, right here and now, let's talk some baseball. Let's talk the Mets. Let's talk the Yankees. We'll talk the Tigers a little bit. I want to talk about the uh, the new rules, how everybody's feeling about it, and uh, and then and then we'll get deeper into it. We've got some BSV. We can talk about the NFL, and uh, we'll just go we'll go that way. And I'm gonna play a sounder, TM. 
that is the only MLB sounder we have. Still, I blame yeah, you for this. And there we go. You know, I, I, you know, my wife had a child two months ago. I, you just made me feel like I was at work. The amount of accounts I walk into and these guys are like, where have you been? And I'm like, where have I been? <laughs> I'm like, I prepped you for six weeks that I wasn't going to be here for six weeks. Oh, yeah, yeah. You'll well, get you know, we've only been doing this really show for money. five years. You know, it doesn't, you know. Yeah, but, I mean, the Mets stunk for most of that. They're just starting <laughs> to get good now. So now I'm watching again. Leave me alone. Uh, so new rules, new rules, pitch clock. Is there anything better in the sports world than the implementation of the pitch clock in baseball? I say no. It, it is the best. It is. And I don't know. I haven't noticed in game. Like, uh, let me let me rephrase. I haven't noticed the change necessarily in the structure or the scoring of the games. The games still seem to be in the same realm of, you know, there's been games that are six. I haven't seen more score. I haven't seen the things maybe that we saw in the preseason, more scoring, more hits, more. But 100%, without a doubt, the games are moving faster. Almost to the point, TM, and I was having a conversation with one of uh, one of our, you know, youth co- one of our uh, little league coaches that it almost feels rushed, almost. And then I get over it, and then I'm super happy that baseball is two hours and six minutes, and yeah. my night isn't shot. Um, now, you, the last show that we had. You hadn't really seen the pitch clock. You hadn't really watched it with the pitch clock. So obviously, you just said you loved it. So I mean, is it is it the speed of it? Is it just the fact that there's just not wasted time? Like, what do you love? Yeah, I mean, I love the hitters having to stay in the box. I love the pitchers receiving the ball back from the catcher, stepping on the rubber, and getting ready to pitch. I mean, there is just a flow to the game. Um, yeah, I, I love being into a baseball game and it not being three and a half, four hours long. Um, you know, and on top of that too, just to throw in the other rules with the no shift stuff now, and even the bigger bases, I mean, there's more stolen bases. Uh, one of the guys in the Mets last night hit one off kind of like not off the handle, but kind of got jammed a little bit, but he went the other way towards right. And it actually was a base hit. You've got lefties getting base hits into right field between first and second, which was not happening. Um, I mean, I'm seeing more offense because of that. I'm seeing more steals. I mean, the Mets are running a lot. So uh, I don't think they're the most. I know. I think the Diamondbacks are, are actually one of the craziest when it comes to stealing right now. But I, I, I just, I don't know. I just like all that better. And I, and I think that it's also affecting pitchers where, and I don't know, this could be debatable whether this is a positive or a negative because in I think Max Scherzer's case, it might be a negative because I think he's his stamina is not there with the speed of the game. Sure. So yeah, so he's tiring out. He's throwing a lot of pitches. He's not going deep into the games. Kind of sucks, but I, you know I think it'll they'll get in they'll get better equipped and and more in shape for that. 
as the season goes on, unless he gets hurt and doesn't play because he's old, which is something I'm expecting. But anyway, uh, yeah, all good things. I went to Mets opening day. Oh, nice. Yeah, I went to the yeah, I went to the home opener. My brother took me with for on work tickets. They were field level, incredible. And me and him hadn't seen each other in a while, drinking beers, talking the whole time. Next thing you know, it's the seventh inning. You can't even believe it. It was just like, wow, this is great. Do you remember remember the day? (laughs) I do, yes, until afterwards. But, but yeah, that was great. I will say this, though, huge complaint. Now, here's something that baseball implemented a couple years ago, maybe a few years ago at this point. So those nets on the side of the field that go, like, right all the way so past we were the first third. or third base yep and the Full infield dirt yeah it yep. goes yep yes i'm sorry but they were a hindrance to us watching that game have you not seat. so you haven't been to a game in the last like three years i'm just or or I think not that game, at that level the last game the last game i was at no i think i think the last game i had attended Pre-trailer, was maybe? I'm, yeah, I'm thinking it was like the 2016 wild card game. It was definitely pre-COVID. Carrie and I did go, I remember, to a Sunday afternoon game, but we were like out in the outfield seats, so that right. obviously didn't affect us out there. And I think that's, yes, I think that's the first time I sat behind there. But I think there's there's uh, there's better netting that they could be using. I don't know what it was, but I'm like, this is awful. I'd rather be watching this at home. Yeah. No, I th- I, mean, I think the last time that I was in one of those seats – I thought a similar thought because they're not, you know, they make stuff nowadays. It's invisible screens and, and, and all this. And, and you go there and I understand it's got to be strong enough to withstand a bat, a ball and all that. But yeah, I agree. Like you're going to pay all that money to be that, you know, at that level. And then, and, and we're, you know, it'll just be the norm for everybody who's, you know, under the age of 30 maybe but we remember being at games where you can sit behind the dugout and have no hindrance whatsoever it's just the clear view of the green grass of the uh, outfield and the or the infield and 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 it's it's amazing and now yeah. there's almost it's 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 like a barrier right but yeah, it's it's not good. I know people. You know, same complaint happened twenty five years ago when they implemented it in hockey. I know we don't talk hockey, but it happens. It happens. Yeah, it the uh, I, I think there. I mean, I don't know if this makes any sense whatsoever, but I feel like the squares of the netting are almost too big. Like I think there's a way you could use smaller holes but maybe a thinner i don't know i just was kind of sitting there going this can't be right like i said that my brother i'm like this can't be right right like these are going to drop and there's thinner ones he goes what are you talking about i'm like dude i can't <laughs> i can barely see the field and there's like a little gap in the netting where the ball boy was and i'm like look that looks clear i'm right. like this is bs i'm trying you know like, their basement's right in front of me and i can't see you know, i'm like this is it's just very distracting it's very distracting but it was still fun as hell to be there. Great game. Mets won. I think it was nine three. They the Steve Cohen, the owner, put this just ginormous friggin' scoreboard in center field, and that's distracting. And uh, and then the pitch clock. So and and uh, 
Alex Keane had texted me. He was in Boston, actually, at Fenway. And he's like, I'm at a live game, and all I can watch is the pitch clock. And I had not gone yet, but then sitting in the game, I thought of him, because it's true. I'm looking for it, and once I found it, I'm just like, is the batter set by eight? Is the pitcher pitch? Like, it's it, it's kind of a whole new element I actually enjoy. So now I'm watching Mets-Dodgers right now, and, like, it only comes up when there's 10 seconds left, right? Right. On the, yep. the, right, on the score box. I wait for it every time. I literally am staring at it right now, waiting for it to pop up. Then once it pops up, I'm like, okay, then I can watch the rest of the game. That's funny because, yeah, I haven't been to a game yet this year, and – I never really I think when I when I've watched games I haven't really noticed it because I'd say what you know 7 out of 10 pitches they kind of get their motion started you know their wind up or what have you started by the time like maybe you see the 10 come up and then they pitch um I've never That's most great, of though. what I've that watched is, is great it is. That's I mean, great. it is. It has sped up the game. It seems, and I was talking with, which is this is the the best thing in life is talking with my eleven year old son, and he comes to me with the, you know, it kind of feels rushed, and I'm like, you're absolutely fucking right. That's right. High five, and and it seems that way, but before we know it, that will be the norm. And the fact that we ever watched a baseball game that would last over three hours is absurd. Yankee Red Sox games during their heyday rivalries in the 90s and the early 2000s, those shits were averaging four hours. I mean, there'd be 15, 16 runs a game, but still, like, just all the stepping out. Like, like uh, first weekend, I think it was the first Sunday of the season, Machado is standing there in the box. I think I texted this out to you and Chad, and he's he's he got called for the strike, strike three. It was the first strike three called on a batter, and he was just yeah. noodling with his gloves. And there was yeah. like six, five, four, and he's just standing. I mean, hey, snap out of it. Yeah, you know those days are over, and I like that because I can't stand. Could I just can't stand all the adjusting, the batting gloves, the arm shit, the feet. You know, it's just like get in the box and hit. I mean, I don't know. When I played, I I didn't step out of the box unless it was a foul ball. Like my back foot just stayed in place, pitch came in, and I just just was ready to go again. I don't know, just the way I played. Yeah, and that's and, uh, it's kids watch it these days, and they all do the same. It's and it's step out of the box and do this and do your little shimmy and this and it's because it's all what they watch right they think that that's the way to go and mm-hmm. they put up they put up their hand you know to to yeah. for time out you know for the to, umpire to, to yeah, the yeah. Up, right uh but it's it is uh it is an amazing the tigers today played i think the shortest game of the season hour 51 it was a one nothing shorter than a movie yeah one nothing win. They're, the only run was a solo home run. That's wow. how it should be, right? Yeah. But at the same time, if you're a paying fan and you go to a game and it's 8.50 and the game's over, you're like, wait, what? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm yeah, used to being yeah. here till 10. Right. 
I'm going to be um, home in time to watch uh, whatever's on. That's right. It'll be like, my kids have a sitter. I need to go to the bar and get shit-faced. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, here's the thing, though. This is how it backfired on me. So that I'm like, oh, West Coast baseball is going to be over by midnight. 10-10 first pitch last night. Mets play a wild 8-6 to game against the Dodgers. And the game ended at 1 o'clock. Oh. And I, I got like four and a half hours sleep last night. And it's just a, it's been a really rough day. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, why wasn't it faster? But there was a ton of pitching. I mean, that's different. It was actually, it's it was the most fun game I've watched so far this year. I mean, back and forth, the lead changes. They kept putting up lead changes uh, graphics. I'm like, what is this, college basketball? I'm like, this is amazing. Yeah, and that's the thing yeah. is, and I haven't seen any stats yet about this season as far as runs scored, and 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 maybe that'll come in the next couple. Of, I mean, we've only we're in what well, this week four technically, right? I mean, right. three, three. I mean, there yeah. were some, yeah, whatever. Opening weekend doesn't really, you know. So yeah, week three. Um, I haven't seen stats on on changes in runs or any of that yet, but. Uh, I'm sure that's all coming and pretty it, sure averages averages are up okay, pretty significantly. Yeah. You know, and we didn't talk about this last time. And as I sit here and watch the NBA playoffs, baseball had a problem and it's the same problem that the NBA has right now. And uh, like I said at the opening, I know Jim Law loves to bitch at us about not being here to talk about the NBA playoffs and the NBA. The NBA has the problem that the MLB had. The MLB was strikeouts and home runs. The NBA is three-pointers and dunks, and that's it. There's no defense. There's nothing else. The MLB has figured out a way to increase batting average increase the amount of uh, uh, just base hits, singles, you know, eliminating the shift, making pitchers work a little harder, I guess, or a little more, uh, um, I don't know, faster or just thinking a little bit faster. And the NBA, I just, it's, it's, I've tried TM. I've watched Surprisingly, I've watched quite a bit of playoff basketball. And the only difference, the only difference in playoff basketball is now at least they care. (laughs) (laughs) And everybody's playing. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Um, But regular season NBA, oh, my God. Now, I'm telling you, there's a huge difference. But I, I will say this now, I mean, no, I've watched it. I always watch playoff basketball. Um, so the Knicks game one win the other night was awesome. And it was very similar to a college basketball game to me. The Knicks controlled the game most of the time, had, you know, eight to, to six to ten point lead for a lot of the game. And then Cleveland makes a run late. They take a one point lead. We're talking under two minutes here, and then every possession becomes, you know, I mean, that obviously is, I'm just describing a basketball game, but for some reason, I always watched college basketball that way. NBA was just always like, oh, here comes another three. Like, if Curry's playing, it's just like, oh, here comes a three from half court. So I was feeling, I said to myself, I'm like, this is a good game. I'm like, I'm enjoying this like I enjoy college. Is it as good? 
It's still not even close. I'm sorry. For me personally, the NBA will never get to that level. I mean, maybe if I'm watching the Knicks in the finals at some point, yeah, it's going to be wild. I mean, I've been there before, but it's still not the same game. And it is for a lot of the reasons you're saying, even though there's a ton of three-pointers in college also, but there's more. I don't know. There's just so much more than that. I don't know. The NCAA just has it so down the four minute increments to the, you know, the timeout to the TV yep. timeouts and yep. everything about the structure of that tournament. I mean, we say it every year. It's just, it's perfection. It really is. And uh, the NBA is just not going to, it's never going to get there for me. I don't think. All right. So before we go any further, let's, we have one BSV from three weeks ago that we believe is about baseball. So let's play that, and then we'll get into basketball. We'll talk about the tournament a little bit. We'll talk about the NBA a little bit, but let's do this. Possibly is not definitely. It's true. <laughs> Smart man once said that. That's really that's I mean that's genius right there. Come on. You can't you can't let that go without a <laughs> all right. So we got a call. This was following last month's show. Yes. We are a monthly show at this point. Well, at least from last month. And um apparently the first two words of the voicemail are farts, TM. So I, I don't know what that means, but apparently this is to you, TM. So here we go. Farts binge! TM, you made me sit through 40 minutes of football free agency snore. To hear you mention my name, that's pretty amazing. Like, I'm not saying I normally tap out of the show, but I definitely don't listen for football. So... Uh, I appreciate the, the mention uh, about the WBC. Uh, WBC is clearly the most important tournament on the planet for baseball. Like, you know, who cares about a World Series when you're Mike Trout? Like, your only chance at hardware other than an MVP is winning the WBC if you're Mike Trout. Or Shohei Otani, because, again, he clearly is not going to a World Series anytime soon. So it is a pretty big victory, especially for those of us that have players that are doing amazing, like Trey Turner. Dude's batting ninth, hitting home runs left and right. This year is looking good. Uh, I texted you about Edwin Diaz. That's really sad to hear. Dude clearly, uh, clearly seems like a pretty good dude. Uh, just points to the fact that I think, uh, I think the Mets pitching is a little paper thin. I'm sorry to say that. I mean, you got two dudes that are like 89 billion years old who, mm. you know, are that's, one that's, injury that's away from the end of their career, and yet you're spending $100 billion on them. Uh, you know, I, I'll roll the dice on 
the 17 dudes that we have in the bullpen all getting paid $30 an hour uh, over over how you guys are set up. Uh, so I think the Phillies are definitely undervalued, but I also feel like people know what their game is, right? Phillies are going to hit home runs. They're going to walk. Uh, this year they're going to steal some bags. And, uh, you know, they're going to hope and pray that Harper comes back and looks like the second coming of Jesus. All right, see ya. Boy, oh boy, these fucking Philly fans. Okay, so that was March 20th. It is now April 18th. Uh, the Mets are 11 and 6 in second place. The Phillies are 7 and 11 in fourth place. And Trey Turner has, wait for it, zero home runs. So. I mean, he's batting like 340, though. So, I mean, just. Take your WBC and shove it up your anus. Give me a break with that stupid, stupid tournament. And I don't know if was I saying that I liked it a month ago. No, I didn't. I liked one game. <laughs> I liked watching the final. That was it. No, I don't even think the final had happened at that point because we had, after our show, I had texted you that we had gotten together with a bunch of – Oh, he's you know, batting three thirty eight, but he's got four RBIs. Well, Come on. That's, that, that's more on the team than him. Uh, I mean, hey, let's not, not – I mean – I would love Trey Turner on my team. I drafted him in fantasy, and I have him in a home run derby pool, and he's pissing me off, okay? <laughs> Hit the ball out of that rinky-dink Philadelphia bandbox slash Little League field that they play in. And, yeah, uh, I'm not wasting my time on this like second-to-last place team. Get to 500 and before you call back, please. The uh, the funny the he I mean talking about the WBC though like the championship that the game the U.S. versus Japan was huge huge TV ratings and a great game obviously Shohei and 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 I I really enjoyed it it was really uh, a really fun watch uh, clearly Alex thinks that that hardware means more than anything and and i get that he's saying that they're never gonna win those guys but any Listen, of those mike guys trout, mike trout didn't grow up dreaming of winning the wbc okay he's grew up dreaming of winning the world series he's from new jersey saw a lot of world series in new york and what one in philly I don't know. yeah so <laughs> come on get out of here with that i think that was a little tongue-in-cheek anyway but yeah i know yep for sure. Uh, but no, thanks, Alex. I mean, in all honesty, I would love to hear what your opinion is, Alex, because you're right. I know you're not the football guy, but you perk up every time we talk about baseball. What is your opinion on the pitch clock, the rule changes, all of this? There are people out there that's, that still – will get on this network and on any night and, and talk about how they don't, they don't like it. And we talked about it last show Tim. I don't know if these rule changes are going to bring more people, right? More fans. I think what they need to do at this point is salvage the fans that they do have. And yeah. And, and the thing is too, and, and having a, and Alex, I think Alex has younger or like teen, preteen or teenage kids. I'd love to hear what their thoughts are on baseball because 
my son loves baseball. Will he sit down for four hours and watch games? No, never. He wants to know the score. He'll watch the end of games. And even the one hour and 50 minute or two hour games, that's barely holding his attention. Whereas the NFL, he'll sit down and watch it for four hours if he needs to. It's just one of those things. I'm curious as to what the young person's view is on the MLB. And will this change? Is it bringing new fans? Or is it just trying to salvage those who still love the game? Mm. I don't know. Now, my my brother and my cousin are 10 years younger than us. And they love it. Like, they love it. Were so. they baseball fans before? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're diehard Yankee fans. I mean, they've Fuck sat through some guys. long ones. Fuck those guys. <laughs> Fuck those Yankees. Um, all right. Well, that's baseball talk, everybody. Um, I want to know, TM. So this is to you. And we're not going to talk about the NBA much here, but why? Like, what are these jerseys that the Knicks are wearing, by the way? These black jerseys with no blue in them and orange piping. Like, what the fuck? fuck happened to the new york knicks they just got their dicks kicked in by the way uh thanks thanks for that <laughs> um i don't know the devils wear solid black jerseys that just say jersey on it um which i think is pretty hideous also but um i don't know man yeah, listen is this really serious come on they're selling <laughs> they're selling merchandise it's got nothing to do with the players they don't care do you have, uh, at this point in the NBA, I mean, is there a, I was talking about this with my son, is there a premier team right now? Is there is there a star right now that everybody's latching on to? I feel like we were talking about him and I, the MVP, right? It's Joel Embiid, it's, it's Jokic, it's, is there anybody right now that, teams or people i'm sorry people are gravitating towards in these nba playoffs because i don't know that i I don't know what that is i'm sitting here watching the the clippers and the suns and i don't know i mean durant's on the suns now clippers i mean Kawhi's still in the is there anybody in your doesn't it seem like it's a lot of the same it's like New Year, same faces, or do, I, I mean, yeah, no, I, I, I mean, totally agree. Still, Different right? team. We're still talking about LeBron. Yep. Right. Durant's just on another team. Kawhi is still there. You've got, um, the, you know, the Golden the Golden State Warriors are still there with friggin' Curry and and Clay Thompson and uh, Draymond. I mean, give me a break. Um, I think your King, the Kings, are an interesting. Younger team with De'Aaron Fox and I forget the other guy, but then Sabonis is like uh, well, and Sabonis light, just got basically, fucking, yeah, you know, boot stomped. Um, well, you don't have um, you don't have um, Luca. Luca Doncic is out. I mean, yeah. They didn't even oh make it. God, the so, epic collapse. Uh, the last yeah. time well, that we Kyrie, Kyrie, it's is Kyrie cancer, man. It's ridiculous. The last time I think we were on this show, the Mavericks were like sixth in the West. 
and clearly not keeping up with the NBA very hard. It came down to, you know, the 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 season was wrapping up and I'm like, "Oh, like where did where did where did the Mavs end up?" And I look, they didn't even make the fucking play-in tournament. What an epic I think the, I think I looked and they had lost like 10 of 14 or something down there. I mean, it was something ridiculous that all I could think of it was Kyrie, right? And then sure enough, the Nets, who Durant leaves, Kyrie leaves, they are in the playoffs, you know, strongly sitting there at the sixth seed. Now, will they do anything? Probably not. But they're down 2-0 against the Sixers. But at least they are there as the Mavs just wither away and die. Uh, well, now, now, now another thing about the Mavericks is don't forget Jalen Brunson, and I think I mean Mark Cuban has been quoted as saying it was a mistake, and I think he blamed his dad. I don't know what the hell that's all about. And Doncic has made comments about how much he misses playing with Brunson. Hey, Luca, come on to MSG, baby. <laughs> come on, get rid of this Julius Randle clown and give me some Luca Doncic's. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that I think Brunson. I mean, Brunson was huge for them in the playoffs last year. That's that's where I really last year their playoff run was when I really recognized how much of a factor he actually was. Um, so yeah, I mean, the Kings are a young team. Yeah, the Nets got Macal Bridges, and that's it. Um, so it's a lot of the same. I mean, Giannis is is a big time name. He got hurt, and they lost game one. Um, did they even play tonight? I don't know who else was even playing. I, th- I think they're tomorrow. These games, this first round of the, of the NBA playoffs, by the way, just takes, I think it's like well, 40 it's, games and 40 nights. They're out of their minds. They're out of their minds with this stuff. Well, it's not but, just that. It's the plans too, right? So you've got the seven, eight game, a whole week of that, nine, right? 10, yeah. And then it's like a whole, yeah, whole week of that. Uh, but no, last night was, they play tomorrow. The, uh, the bucks, but no didn't, longer. um, okay. didn't hero also get hurt? He yeah, broke he his broke, hand, right? He broke his hand, or or he might play though, or yeah, I don't know, something crazy. If the Clippers can win this series, my man, my favorite non-Nick comes back. That's Paul George. Oh, this guy, and I, you're the only. Per- you are literally the only person in the world that likes Paul George. Oh, he's got to have one fan, so I'm happy to be that for him. <laughs> <laughs> But I like him. I like his game, man. When he's on, he's unstoppable. Stop it. He's just he's just so overrated. Not it's I, I, I don't even think it's his own fault. He's just one of those guys that like fell into this It's way too hyped, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Overhyped train. Anyway. Uh I and I, there's nothing that People we can listen. say. That... Well, everybody says the East is gonna have the champion. Right? It was Milwaukee, Boston, Boston yeah. or Philly. Yeah. So now Milwaukee's in trouble if Giannis can't play. Boston, I understand that they're stacked, but I've watched the Knicks beat them shorthanded a couple times this season. I've seen a lot of Boston against the Knicks. I'm really not that impressed. If Jason Tatum is off, that team does not win. So I would not bet my money on the Celtics to win it. And then you're telling me that yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna trust a team that has James Harden on it. I mean. Well, okay, so he hit seven threes in game one, but he's playing the Nets. Like, 
I don't see it. I see an injury in his future, and Embiid never seems to be able to win the big game in the postseason. So maybe somebody else can surprise, you know? Yeah, ease, I, but, but I would like that. Obviously, it could be my five-seed Knicks, um, but that probably won't happen. So, yeah. But, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's, I mean, it's not ex- it, there's there, as far as the star. Part, I can't believe we're still talking about LeBron James, ugh, and people are actually saying that he can win it. I I remember like, hearing that like locally, like people are sports talk radio talk going through, like, oh, this is the sleeper team. You know, it's LeBron and AD, and you know, but just because because well, because their matchup against Memphis, Memphis is a disaster. They've got a bunch of injuries, and then you've got this whole Sean yeah. Morant nonsense. That well, and he just went out with a hand injury too. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, he he should be the big star, like the big well, young star. And, well, you also and no, can't you know, be a, a moron and shoot right. Instagram everybody's afraid to like fucking gun in it or whatever it was. I mean, whatever. Yeah. All right, that's enough NBA. Yeah. Man, it all sucks. Yeah, it all right? sucks it's, anyway. It, it, it's uh, you know I can't believe I actually just put this Clipper game on. I'm going back to the Mets. What am I doing here? <laughs> yeah, NBA snooze. It is fun when my like my team's in it though. Like the, uh, you know tonight notwithstanding, they got their ass handed to them, but that's okay. They got uh, the Cavs' best effort tonight. Obviously, after losing game one at home, let's go to the Garden Friday night. Let's see what happens. Yeah, and then listen. If you have a team in it, NBA playoffs are amazing. No, I mean, regardless of the quality of the product, you're just watching threes and dunks on your own team, and you're super excited. They've done enough. The NBA has done enough to get people excited about their own team, but hasn't done enough to make people watch the game of basketball if they're not involved. And I think that's their biggest flaw right now is I'll watch, I'll turn on the NBA playoffs. If it's the second quarter, I will immediately shut it off because it doesn't matter. doesn't matter. Give me the fourth quarter, five minutes and under. I'm all for it. All for it. All right, Tim, let's. Um, couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. Let's do this. That's the one. See, Keen, if you're listening, this show is for you. We did baseball first and football last, okay? You happy? Are you happy now, Keen? <laughs> you don't have to tap out. Now you can tap out. Yeah, now you can tap. Say he's already gone. He didn't even hear me say that. <laughs> Sounder started, and he was like, I'm good. I don't even know what we're going to talk about. There's nothing going on. Fuck the NFL. Let's uh, talk about Josh Allen. Uh, I heard, by the way, I heard he broke up with his girlfriend. Is that what? What's happening with this? Is this news that we need to talk about? The Josh Allen breakup? You know, it, it was ridiculous that, that that this was figured out by people realizing that he's not in any pictures on his now ex girlfriend's Instagram, and then she unfollowed the unfo- him. I get yeah, this gets unfollowed. This one, this one unfollows that one, and then uh, so so this, dinner this time is... tonight. My wife tells me that my wife says Josh Allen quoted as saying he's never been more focused on football now. 
I will I will I will take all the credit here because I was reporting on her being a problem last season. Was I not? I brought it up every week. He was not playing at his best last year and she was the problem. Her Instagram every Saturday night he's at the with the team at the hotel and she's out in all the clubs in whatever city they're in. She's a whore. This is probably, unfortunately for my team, good for the Bills because I think she was a huge problem for him. I cannot believe that this is where we're at with the Buffalo Bills. I mean, well, we got to talk about something because they can't beat Mahomes. So yeah, there has there now. This is the excuse. Well, because you know Josh had a bad relationship, so now. He's going to take care of Patrick Mahomes. Patrick uh, Mahomes got to deal with his dipshit brother and all the wins. time, and he wins. He just tells his brother to go fuck off, and he wins games. I'm so tired of Josh Allen. I honestly, Josh Allen is going to turn into the next Aaron Rodgers because I'm so tired of the fucking excuses. Just win. And we're listen. We're not to that point yet. He's no, young. I would say that. Yeah, he's not. I wouldn't put. I wouldn't say anything negatively towards him. Okay, you, I don't maybe think, you're right. I don't think. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. That's a bad comparison. Maybe so far, no, just no, because no, he says the, he says the right things, and you know he's a team guy and stuff like that. I, I wouldn't go that far, but you know you see the. Yeah, listen. They lose it the one year. Then you have the 13 seconds. And, you know, last year now, you know, there's you see the arguing on the sidelines. Diggs is, is divaing out, which he wasn't doing the previous two years because he was bought in. And now you see that kind of starting to waver a little. And their defense, you know, you lose Von Miller and all of a sudden their defense stinks. And it's like, wait a minute. I thought this was such a great defense. You're telling me one player that you just brought in. You know, they got exposed, I think, and that's on the head coach because the head coach is a defensive-minded coach, and then Leslie Frazier or whatever had a bad year. He's not even, I believe, coaching this year now, um, taking a year off or something weird like that. I would have to clarify on that or Eric can do it for us. But anyway, you know, you you see the deterioration. You know, the bloom is off the rose, I guess, is, is the statement. But, and you, No, but listen, all these I, things I think you're saying – are the same excuses that Aaron I'm Rogers enjoying has, it. Or, yeah, I mean, but why can't you just? It's, there's win? no excuse with Rodgers. Rodgers was the number one seed in the in a weak conference back to back years. No, and didn't make the Super Bowl. I mean, the Bills aren't doing that. Yeah, Although they, but, uh, you know, yeah, I mean, I mean, you told me, you told me, and uh, after week one, really. that they were going to win 17 games. Yeah, well, I was drunk. <laughs> And if they would have stayed healthy, maybe they would have. But listen, Rodgers has like Rodgers doesn't have a Mahomes in the NFC, and I don't want to hear Tom Brady. Rodgers didn't have to deal with Tom Brady in the NFC. He let he dealt with forties, forty plus Tom Brady. I mean, everyone, I want you to stop and listen to TM defending Josh Allen. Go. I'm not defending him whatsoever. <laughs> I'm enjoying the decline. I'm just saying. The comparison is wrong because I dislike Rodgers. I have I have grown to dislike Rodgers in the same vein that you do. I think a lot of people out of the out of the NFC North market 
have grown to detest this guy because of because of all the nonsense in the media. And I'm just saying that none of this is the fault of Josh Allen. No, I'm not. I'm not. We're comparing... just figured out his personal life because of social media, and that is just the the age that we live in now. I'm just comparing that it's been 11 years since a Rogers Super Bowl, and I've heard every excuse under. Everything from doesn't have enough talent, doesn't have a defense, doesn't have the right receivers, doesn't have this, doesn't have that. His balls hurt. His wife left him. His girlfriend. He didn't like just fucking win. Stop making excuses. If the Buffalo Bills are this amazing organization, how about you get a run game? How about you uh but they did. They got Damian Lewis. Doesn't that lock it up? Wait, what? Because he, because he, because because he, because he plays the whole season. Yeah. But Damian, Damian Harris. Fuck is the guy's name from New England? Yeah, I think Harry. I fuck Harris. I don't know. Damian, Damian Harris. Are you sure? You sure about this? No, 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 no. <laughs> I wasn't prepared to talk football tonight. <laughs> anyway, why are we talking about Josh Allen? He he doesn't have the money now. Yeah, Damian Harris. Thank you. (sighs) Fuck you, Josh Allen. You're literally. I told you this. I think I texted you this on Thanksgiving when the Lions played the Bills. I have now gotten to the point where I detest Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills because, again, even in that game. It was nonstop excuses and dick sucking and how this is the greatest team ever. Do something. Do something. I love all of this. I mean, my team is just just signing and signing and signing and just getting better and better and better. And so I enjoy all of this. And I also and and keep it in the AFC East for this whole conversation because – and, and not like it's happened yet because Rodgers is not a New York Jet at this point. But, wow, is it going to be fun in the AFC East this year with all this friggin' nonsense going on. And I can't wait for that failure because can't wait for the excuses, you know, when the Jets don't win the Super Bowl. Because you do, you, you have heard, right, that once he joins the roster, they are the Super best team Bowl. in the I, world. So what not is, contenders, they're favorites so around here. This is a great transition, TM, because – I literally go on my phone every week and search Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. Why the what is happening? Why is Aaron or why is he not on the Jets? I mean, what is the talk in the media? I mean, I understand the 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 Packers have a huge asking price for Aaron Rodgers, but what is the 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 going theory in New York media? It's well, I, get, I mean, I mean, honestly, you know, the 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 channels that I listen to, if you will, have kind of stopped talking about it. I mean, I think everybody got sick of talking about it because it was just this foregone conclusion that everybody thought it was happening. Then he went on McAfee and he said his intent is to play football and play for the Jets. And then after that, now it's just kind of like, okay, one. What's happening? And then the Niners rumors, which I loved. I wanted that to happen so bad. 
Um, and so really it is, it's all about, as far as I'm concerned, as far as I understand it, it's just the compensation package. That's what it is. They yeah. probably want, I mean, if they were smart, which, you know, they could be, what are you asking for there? I mean, they want a number one. If you can't get a number one, they should, they're probably asking for their players, right? Sauce Gardner or the, the, I forget the receiver's name or Brees Hall. I mean, yeah. It's it's not what are they not allowed to ask for those players because that would break up the chemistry of the to the roster that Rodgers is coming to. I mean, you know, I, fuck dude, off, I love it. Yeah, I love it. The longer yeah. it lasts, the worse the Packers get, and in and it'll all get worked out by next Thursday, right? I mean, by the draft, there is zero way that either of those teams allow the draft to happen before this trade goes through clearly i mean i don't know about that i mean i've heard this couldn't this could not go down you know this could be june before this happens do the jets have a first rounder this year is it i mean i i I, there's so many trades that happen all the time uh that i never know if i'm not mistaken i'm gonna just confirm it right here i'm pretty sure it is the thirteenth, yes. Okay, so they have the thirteenth pick, and then they you know, and their fan base oh. is like it is a hundred percent unacceptable to trade that pick to the Packers. And that's what the Packers want, though. That and the Packers have want. the fifteen. Yeah, and the Packers have fifteenth pick, which obviously has nothing to do with the Jets. But aren't clearly, you know, or clearly, the Packers cannot. Oh this fucking Dolphins forfeited. Can you break with this? Shit? <laughs> the the Packers cannot not I mean I don't I don't know what I was just I the Packers cannot the, the Packers can't just give him away. Oh, yeah, that, that's but what I was gonna that, say. Is they, that, that is what would bother me the most, I think. The Packers I mean, Aaron Rodgers cannot be a Packer at this point next year. So they don't have this I don't think they have this leverage that they think they have. They might have it right this second, but there is no way that Aaron Rodgers is playing for the Packers next year, right? There's no way. He'll no, just retire. There's no way. He, I mean, is could he could he possibly play for a team other than the Jets? Yeah, I mean, I think that sure. could be possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Now Alan Lazard is confident a trade will get done. Um, the last time I think we talked, I didn't even realize Lazard. Maybe we even talked about it, like it was right that like Lazard signed a contract and then the Rogers shit didn't go through, and we're like, oh, oh, all right, well, good luck, Lazard. So what is the? Let me let me ask you this, Tim. If the pa- or if the Packers or the Jets do not acquire Aaron Rodgers, what is the talk of the plan for the Jets? There is no plan. That's the beauty of it. Mike Mike White is a dolphin. Yep. Right. Um, everybody else has has signed somewhere except for Lamar Jackson. What what is what's going on with what's his nuts? Uh, uh, Wilson is he still there? He's um, is, he's on the team. Is yeah. Zach Wilson their number one quarterback right now? Right now, Zach Wilson is the number one quarterback <laughs> in New York. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a great article I just was I just pulled up. It says, "Happy one month anniversary." It was March fifteenth when Aaron Rodgers went on the Pat McAfee show. We were all so young back then. <laughs> this is the athletic. This is great. It it you know it just what a shit show. 
Yeah, I, I did read. I wonder. I was looking. I wanted to see if this article touched on it because I do remember one day listening to to local radio and somebody was saying that Woody Johnson was getting involved and possibly like had a problem with it. And my head just goes right to all of our like, you know, the chat, the the league chat, our binge football chat. And I'm just thinking like, oh god, Woody, Woody doesn't want him because he talked against the vaccine and i'm like all the like all this conspiracy nonsense oh, but i'm like come on blow this up blow this up blow this up this is great this is great for you and me because it makes the jets worse it makes the packers worse. It, everything that's happening right now is amazing for both our divisions i love it i love it oh, couldn't be more happy congratulations packers fans so Jordan so Love and bullshit is in your the future. other <laughs> the big the other big number involved in the deal, which everybody already knows, but it's just it's that if they trade him before June first, they carry a dead cap hit of forty million. Right, so that's the other number that they talk about a lot around here. So it's just like, well, we'll just wait till after June first, and then the Jets have to pay that. So it's well, Packers yeah. can spread that forty million over two seasons, and thus create more cap space. I mean, they would still have to give him fifteen this year and twenty five next year. That is ridiculous. But they saw. I mean, that contract was signed a couple of years ago, and that, and that's what you run into. And it's like the Mahomes, right? Mahomes has you know ten years at fifty million. I mean, in six years, it's gonna be like, oh, okay, well. Maybe, maybe we're still willing to pay that. I mean, the Tigers are paying Miguel Cabrera $40 million this year. Wow. Right, well, I mean, who are you talking to? You got Bobby Bonilla gets a million dollars every June 1st. So. But, and, and if you're a KC fan, you're like, eh, whatever. Right. I mean, you just, you take it. Right? You take well, he's it. already got two, right? I right. Mean, I mean, that's not exactly. many people, uh, who has three? So. You know they they could have they could not win for a decade, and if you're a Chiefs fan, like you're really going to be that upset at the, at the at the end of it all. No, you freaking won two Super Bowls. You've got. I mean, you or I may never get a Super Bowl. How dare you? Come on, Tim. I know you're right. Jared Goff winning it. Tua, Tua all day, Tua yeah. all day. <laughs> or or uh, what Eric said. Eric said he's going to die. Yeah, you're right. Oh my God! Come on, Mets, with this JD Martinez. Don't let this guy fucking have a resurgence. These Mets. Uh, Keen was Keen was not wrong about the Mets pitching. It's not good. It is. It is a huge concern. And Verlander hasn't thrown a fucking pitch. So. I was going to ask. I was. I was looking at the the Mets or this couple weeks ago, and yeah, I didn't. I had no idea that Verlander. I mean, he's is forty years old, but. Had no idea that he was out. Oh. Like it was the weekend before opening day. They're like, "Oh, he's got some." It's like Degrom crap, man. It's like, "Oh, he's got like a twinge." I, I was reading or something, and he, he's not going to pitch till July. That's, as soon as I heard that, I got a text from one of my buddies, and he's just like, "Oh God, he goes, he goes to hell with this guy." He's like, "It's just another Degrom," and I'm like, "Oh, you're right." I was reading something how. People are bitching about the Mets social media because they or or the front office because they were they announced it. They announced that Verlander was um, healthier than they thought, and it was after like a walk off loss. They're like, oh yeah, leave it to the Mets to just break 
not great news, but better news right after a loss. We just take it all at once. I'm like, you know, I'm sitting, I watch every day. I'm sitting here right now. I cannot tell you what the expected day is. Like it sounded like it was going to be a week. We're now two weeks past that. I mean, and I had, and the news dropped five minutes after I committed to going to the home opener, which he was supposed to start. And I was just like, oh boy, here we go. Here we go. But this, we got this chap, the Japanese pitcher, Kodai Zenga. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. He's looked, he's looked pretty good. The ghost fork is fun. Oh, I saw, um, I saw, saw videos of that. And, you know, that's fun for something different. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's talk There's about. Trump, Jimmy Trumpet's gone this year. We need something. <laughs> so we got a ghost fork. In the NFL, there was uh, the big news this week. Draft is next week. Big news this week is the Jalen Hurts versus yes, Lamar contract. shit, right? So the fact that I think TM, I, I don't, I don't know if we talked about Lamar a month ago, but the fact that that is still going on is absolutely ridiculous. Um, in the meantime, Jalen Hurts gets a. Five five year two hundred and fifty million dollar contract is that what it was? With one hundred and thirty here, I got it right here. Uh, five year two hundred fifty five million dollar extension, over one hundred and seventy nine million guaranteed. I mean, holy this doesn't shit. make sense. It, it, it's I, I that you know the numbers and everything. I just don't care anymore. It's like, because you can't tell me Jalen Hurts is better and worth more than Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen. I like Hurts. He's a good player. He fits that system. And my favorite part about Jalen Hurts is he doesn't extend plays. He slides when he has the first down. He keeps himself healthy. I like the kid. But the fact that he makes more money than Josh Allen a year or he makes more money than Patrick Mahomes to me that just makes no sense and that's salary cap and that's inflation and that's pro sports and yada 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 but to me that is where i just start to tune out on this stuff because it just it's stupid it's stupid to me and if i was Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes i would say well wait what did he get hold on let's go sit down i'd call my agent but you can't do that well, you can. I mean, if yeah, you're a I mean, douche, which I guess yeah. I would be. But, you know, I mean, it really, at some point, it's just got to be like, now, wait a minute. If I'm the Eagles, you sit down with Hertz and his his uh, agent and say, you play great. But you didn't play Patrick Mahomes great. So how about I get, although he really did have a great Super Bowl, but how about we just give you $1 million a year less than Patrick Mahomes? How do you not even just take that? Yeah, well, if you're Jalen Hurts, well, no. because Dan, it's because Daniel Jones is getting forty million dollars a year. And you're well, like, you know that is gonna <laughs> blow up in that team's face. I'll tell you, but I not mean, really, God. not really. I mean, for now, forty million dollars a year doesn't seem like that. You're right, but okay. So then they tender, they tagged. Say, is this ball going out of the yard? I'm gonna have to shut the Mets. This will be the worst night. Okay, they caught it. Um. They tendered Saquon. Saquon hasn't shown up now. I heard that too. For, for that. workouts. So somebody's upset. Now, I think Saquon Barkley needs to take a deep breath and just shut up, you know, prove everybody wrong and have a monster season because. Well, also realize he is, that he's he a running back. And... Not even just put that aside. 
you're a Listen, dime a dozen. Sorry. That yeah, but that GM drafted him. And he, listen, everybody says you hear a lot of Giants fans around here say stuff like, "Look, at he was totally worth it now because he had a good year last year." Or whatever. Did Saquon Barkley have a season last year, like a Derrick Henry, or no? no that's what I mean. Those I don't, are running I don't backs. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> right, but that's but so that's why he needs to just chill because okay, first of all, you got hurt too much right out of the gate. Second of all. You're not, you don't care. He doesn't carry this team. He makes, he scores every week. He makes a big play, but he is not the type of running back that changes games. So I just, you know, I think he needs, he's making a big mistake. He's got to chill out. He's got to show up and be a team player. And then you can go somewhere else next year or you can go to Buffalo and they can overpay you because they're going to lose again this year and everyone's going to cry that they don't have a running back and there's your money. And then you you know they're still you're not Thurman Munson you're not OJ Simpson, Thurman did I say Thurman Munson Thurman Munson Thurman Thomas Thurman Thomas <laughs> I'm in baseball mode man come on I like I said I wasn't ready to talk football tonight <laughs> Thurman Thomas OJ Simpson not Saquon Barkley so so the other big news was or maybe not big news but I mean news came out about the Ravens offering Lamar you know, 200 guaranteed and whatever, whatever the debatable uh, offer was for Lamar, how this deal, all these deals, I mean, I feel like we're going to be sitting here. Maybe we're a half a week to her. I feel like everything is going to be worked out obviously before next Thursday, the draft. Well, let me ask you a question. Let's so let's let's forget about the logistics and the details. I'm just going to ask you a question. No, how good do, how good is Lamar Jackson to you? Like I made a comment in the chat, nobody responded to it, but I said Lamar Jackson is very good. He can make several non-playoff teams in this league playoff teams. Right? He went 14 and two his rookie year, and what do they get to the divisional round? The guy, the guy is a winner. They're going to win. Is he going to win the Super Bowl? I hate to say it, but I don't think so. But he, I mean, put him on the, the 2000 Ravens, and he's a Super Bowl champion. So he'd have to be on a team, I think, that dominates defensively. And he has to stay healthy because he gets his ass kicked constantly. But he is a very good player in this modern NFL. And he will get his yards. He will make his plays. And he will win games. You're gonna, you know what I mean. So it's like, yeah. Well, like, that's good. Why wouldn't for... the Arizona Cardinals pay him and and win ten games next year? Or you know, like Seattle can take on him instead of the other idiot they have, or Minnesota because you know they stink. Or you know what I mean? Like other teams can or Pittsburgh can bring him in and they can win 12 games, you know, and they could get to the conference championship and lose or something. Like, what is it really about here? I mean, yes, fans want their teams to win the Super Bowl, but that guy could be a money machine for an organization where the first, you know, the the first objective is probably not Super Bowl. It's probably financial gains, right? I mean, well, so I don't that's, know. That's you know, at Atlanta, he go to Atlanta, and they can, you know, be competitive again. And 
he can sell jerseys, they can make a ton of money selling tickets, and they can lose again, you know? But the organization would thrive financially from the addition of that player. So you're from that 100% aspect, asking the, the, the proper question, and it's which team is willing – what are the what Ravens going to so, so then? But then what do the Ravens do without him? Hundley? I don't. You you know it's funny is you brought up a team, and I was just thinking if the Ravens and the Cardinals swapped players, would both teams be better off? Well, it sounds like did you did you hear the the shit coming out of Arizona that their owner is just as bad as Daniel Snyder? Here, somebody said that. I forget who said that. Oh boy, I don't think I don't think it was Kingsbury, but somebody made that comment and was just like, "Woof." Ooh. I mean, imagine being compared to Daniel Snyder, and not a thing has come out about you previous, or there's no allegations, or you know, it's just like "woof." But um, yeah, right. You send Kyler. Yeah, I mean, Baltimore would be a lot better, but Harbaugh would probably also bench Kyler Murray. Yeah. And that's that's the thing is, I think you're. I mean, you're 100 percent right that everything that Lamar brings to an organization is great, outside of I think winning a Super Bowl. So if you were a team that is prepped and built the right way, I mean, do you want Lamar on your team? No, no, because he'd never get the ball to Hill. Yeah. Or Waddle, I, he, I mean, because he's, I mean, Tua has a better arm than Lamar Jackson does. I mean, I could say that confidently. So, no, I mean, he doesn't fit. He doesn't, he can't be, he can't be a plug and play with my team right now. No, I don't. And he can't him. be with our team either. And I, I don't want him. I'm, right. there, but there are teams that he could go to. Let's say like the Carolina Panthers, right? Good defense. You know, suspect offense, decent run game, no, like no high-profile wide receivers. I mean, that would be a fit for Lamar. But you're not going to get somebody to trade you all this draft capital. And, and I said that, and then Carolina has the number one pick because they traded for it. So he's clearly not going there. But that would be the type of team that he would need to go to. Uh, and it's just, I feel like Lamar is a ticket sales move more than a win a championship move. Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, win games, right? Win games to get into the playoffs. He'll win you enough games to get there, but maybe never will. Because so who are the, Ra- the Ravens though? Who the fuck are they? I mean... Oh, they're up 35-7 on my team last year, and they lost. They were blowing games right and left. It wasn't his fault. So, I mean, what I is that? Know. Is that a sign of the team or the sign of his? Well, he don't play there? defense. Like his, his, his presence? I don't know. I think their defense improved. I think it was injuries and stuff early on. Their, their defense obviously improved. 
I mean, that organization too. I mean, you know, all, I mean, how many, how many of these organizations have head coaches for as long as, you know, they're not the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, Harbaugh has been there for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, sometimes you need a new voice too. For sure. For sure. So, I mean, they got theirs. They got one, right? They won. No, they win two. They won one in, with Ray Lewis and then they won one with Flacco. Yeah. So they have won two in the last 30 years or 25 years. More, two more than 90% of teams combined. <laughs> <laughs> two more than everyone in the AFC East, not named the Patriots. That's right. That's right. Yeah. All right, TM. Good well, me. I got nothing else to it. talk about. No, That's, we did it. I'm, I'm getting really it. irritated actually sitting here watching. Uh, the Mets <laughs> just got their first hit off Scherzer. And not Scherzer. Oh, my God. I'm losing my Holy mind. Holy shit. Off. Drink another Kershaw. one. Kershaw. Yeah, dude. Heady topper, eight percent. I didn't have to go get another beer. I am loot. But uh, yeah, good stuff. Loving base baseball, baby. I'll come back once a month or even sooner to talk baseball. Yeah. Well, we got the draft next week. As you were talking about, TM, you don't give two shits about the draft because the Dolphins are have a first round pick. <laughs> There's uh, only thirty one picks because my team, my owner, is such an asshole. Yeah. With <laughs> Lions have two in the top eighteen, so I'm very excited. All right, so let's excited. let the draft play out and yeah. then see if these quarterbacks land somewhere and then come yeah, back. Yeah, I think that's that's the thing to do because we're not a team. That's, we're a team. Jesus. Oh, we're dude, show. you didn't mention Peyton. Hold on one second. There's one other thing we oh, didn't boy. mention. The Masters. Hey, holy shit, golf. Okay, this Jim is Nance, the – Jim Nance, the NCAA retirement, and then the Masters. <laughs> we talked about this on the phone all week. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Um, well, forever. It was anti. It was unfortunately anticlimactic. Uh, the last day, it got a little inciting, like mid mid round. But Rom was too far ahead, and Kepka just shit the bed so bad. I'm just. I bet. I usually bet him every tournament. Obviously, he's not in PGA anymore. But I usually bet him and Rory, and I bet. What, what the uh-oh. fuck? Sorry. Fuck is that? What was that? The <laughs> army was coming to shut me down. Um, I was just gonna say I had my money on Rory and he completely friggin' shit the bed. And then I would have normally had it on Kepka, so I get a little irritated with the Masters honestly this year because I was like, "Are you kidding me? The first major in how long I don't have money on this guy, and he's gonna run away with it." And that was some epic collapse. Now there was one point where him and Rom had not birdied. A hole in, I mean, it was like. It's just for you, Tim. Beautiful. Ah, that felt good. But there was, a, there was a run there where the two leaders did not birdie in a while, and ever, all the guys were starting to slowly creep up. And if, if Scheffler could have putted on Sunday, he would have been there because he missed a couple early short putts and I was just like, oh my, I was almost going to live bet him because he was just birdie try after birdie try, but the poor guy could not putt. Yeah, it was... I thought it was good, I thought it was good to have the live guys. And then Mickelson. You have to talk about Mickelson. The guy shot a 65 on Sunday. I mean... Well, it's crazy. So we talked the last show that we had, we talked about this full swing documentary, right? And yes. I watched the whole thing. It was amazing. Made my wife it watch was. it with me. And it made for this 
dramatic finish because you had these live guys versus these PGA guys. And my wife was literally standing and cheering while Kepka was missing six foot putts. (laughs) It was amazing. Um, (laughs) They were talking about it local locally here. Like was because this was the most watched Sunday round of all time. Or in the last like I don't know, ten years or something like that. Yeah, sure. And they were they were debating what was the cause. Was it the live versus PGA guys? Was it the fact that it was Easter Sunday? Was it the fact and somebody on local radio called they were talking about local radio called in and was like no, it's because of this full swing. He's like, my wife was so engaged in this because she hated everybody from this other tour that, and I was like, wait, that's my wife. What's, what's happening? I was like, that's exactly right. Yeah. It was exactly yeah, right. It really is the Netflix factor. hundred percent. Dude, that, that documentary was awesome. Wasn't it? I mean, it I'm, I'm, I am now listen we've talked about golf i like golf i play golf i know what's going on on the tour but it's 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 def it's easily elevated tenfold after that show i mean i just i know more guys i know i check in on different guys i mean that's why i bet on rory i was like rory's got something to show this weekend yeah i mean what a what a what a dump off he had but uh, i mean the live guys so the so my, I mentioned Mike Francesa on this show many times. He's the local guy. He's afternoon drive here for decades, and he has his own podcast now. And he talks a lot about what this live separation has done to the PGA. And he's like, man, he's like, I used to sit down every weekend and watch every tournament. And he's like, now it's just the PGA. It's just Scheffler and Rom. He's like, you know, those two guys are going to be in it in the end. I mean, obviously, Spieth and Justin Thomas are still there, and. You know, some of the other guys are. I think. I think guys like Spieth and JT are a little more recognizable on leaderboards now because of the guys who aren't there. I think those are the players that benefit. Um, but you know, and we were also. I was talking with a buddy of mine uh, at in my office. This change in having the guys, having all the top players play in these like top eight tournaments of the year. It's not just the top four anymore. Like this past weekend, the weekend after the Masters, you had a playoff between Spieth and Fitzpatrick, which is amazing, right? right? Because that's what you need. Right? You need all 20 of those top players playing in these tournaments because he's I mean Francesa would is correct in saying like you're gonna get these two guys beating up on everybody else what you need is those 10 or 15 guys beating up on each other with the possibility of one of these you know top 100 players creeping in there because all, the names all... of the names that left for live are humongous. I'm sorry. I mean, as far as like from my fandom is concerned, I mean Mickelson, Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka, uh, Cameron Smith was like a, a, a newer favorite. He was the big one of yeah. mine. Yeah, I mean these guys like 
for that, I mean, that's why. They, and what's the the other one that's not PGA run is going to be what? Is it the Players or is it the U.S. Open? Well, the British Open or the Open. The right? Open is not PGA. Okay, the so open, they'll all right. be there too. Yeah. So the Players has got to be PGA then, I would think. Yeah, I think I I don't know. I I haven't looked at it enough, but it is. I think it's good for golf for them to have this rival tour as long as it stays that way where it's they can be competitive but like I'm saying competitive as each tour maintains its sustainability and allows I think the fact that the masters like you just said the masters the open will allow them to be in there makes it that much better Right now, somebody there was talk during over the over the Masters weekend that they were discussing them not being allowed to play next year. Ooh, so that would be a know. huge deal. I, I don't I don't think you can do that. The if Masters, the Masters all is this, supposed like, to be like lifetime, right? If you win, you get a lifetime guarantee. So Kepka, I mean, he's got Kepka, a green jacket. Phil, Dustin, right? they all have yeah, it. They all yeah, have yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know, but but it, now live. All right, how about this? So so just just switch switch gears to the live tournament. Have you watched the tournament? I mean, no, I haven't. I, I, haven't I don't even know when they're on. Yeah, I, don't I know when they're on. I haven't seen any advertisement for it. I've never seen any. I had to look up a couple of weeks ago about how it's formatted. Who's te- there's 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 fucking teams now. Like what is that? that? I don't even know what that means. That turned me off. I read it. I read up on it, and and halfway through the article, I'm like, I just don't care about this. Yeah, and, why and do like, I and care like, who's yeah. who's with who? And Mick and and Francesa was saying on this one show I was listening to too. He goes because he always loved Phil Mickelson, and he's like, I don't know why Phil Mickelson took all that money. He obviously needed the money for something. He's like, but you can't. He says, you Phil, you can't tell me that you like this live format he goes you just put up a 65 at augusta on sunday and you literally said in an interview that you miss the adrenaline rush of the competition of the masters he's like you basically admitted that you get nothing out of the tour that you're playing on right now so like francesco just wants these guys to admit that they made a mistake and Hepka was leaning towards kind of sounding like he wanted to say that publicly. So what's funny you, is, you know. yeah, what's you're no, you're hundred percent right. And what's funny is they, 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 they bitched about in this full swing. They bitched about what, or they, I should say they bitched. The problem was that players were taking like tournaments off right so they've now made these eight tournaments that everybody's got to play in and which is the right way to do it and then we sit here and talk about the nba that we're watching here and these guys literally take off 20 games a year where in that full swing documentary the the biggest thing was rory came out and said we're one of the only sports where you don't have to play to be a professional which is crazy to think, right? They just get to pick and choose when they want to play. But maybe that's what makes it great. Where these live guys, they're going to get paid $70 million. 
you know, and, and to come join the tournament or join, I'm sorry, join the league, but they don't, once they get on the, on the course, they just don't care. You're, yeah. you're a golfer, TM. I'm a golfer. There are certain rounds that you've played where you just say, eh, fuck it. I don't give a shit. I don't care if I'm beating, if I'm in a competition or beating whoever, you just kind of throw in the towel and then you that's fucking do round. happy Gilmore shots the rest of the round. That's right? every round. Yeah, that's every round. <laughs> I usually exhaust by like the 11th or 12th hole and just start getting hammered. Exactly. And I feel like that's what <laughs> the live tour is. for me. Yeah. Yeah, right. There you go. That's perfect. Live tour is amateur golf for guys like us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've talked that's about great. so much golf. Holy shit. You do know that um, there will be a second season of Full Swing. They're recording it now. Yeah, so it's amazing. I hope they're on. It would be nice to get some insight to the Live Tour. Hopefully, they're because I mean, Kepka was a featured player. Yep. On uh, Full Swings uh, season one, so hopefully, because I I mean, as much as I do like have no desire to spend a weekend. I mean, are they Thursday to Sunday tournaments? Who the fuck knows? But I don't have the desire to spend time watching and, you know, being a part of the live tour, but I kind of want to know what's going on just because I feel like there is, this is just like heavy, heavy drama and the masters, the, the, the documentary and then masters weekend completely showed like how many people are, are you know just tuned into what the fuck is going on here with these guys and i think it's a huge deal i mean phil mickelson is a monster american athlete i understand he's a golfer but he is as much of a household name as tiger woods he's tiger 100%. woods is yeah i mean he's tiger's like main nemesis, competition right? I mean, yeah yeah 100%. there you go yeah yeah and and, wow. and that really where... is golf is great man it golf is. is a lot better than Fucking hockey and basketball. I hate to say it. <laughs> New <laughs> sounder, really TM. Talk. Add golf into our opening sounder, please. please. Opening sounder. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. All right. I gotta think. I gotta think on this. I gotta. I'm writing this down right now. Let's sign off so I can start writing lyrics. I was gonna say. Let's. We we have gone. <laughs> we have gone off the rails, team. We're talking about fucking golf. Holy shit. Dude, we didn't even talk about the NCAA tournament, but you know what? Leave it alone because it was just dominated by those UConn Huskies that I hate, always have. I like Danny Hurley, but get out of my face with the UConn Huskies. So sick of that school. Yeah. All right. Let's go. Let's go. Fuck you all. Fuck everybody. I love golf. I love golf. Let's play some golf. Play some I, golf. golf. I can't wait. I'm playing May 7th. I'm getting out for my annual first round in May. I can't wait. Boner. I got to send you this thing. I got to send you this picture with my friend wants me to build in my yard. Oh, um, boy. See you, everybody. Peace. You've been listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network at BingeMedia.net. Support the network and subscribe to the full binge at Patreon.com slash BingeMedia. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get podcasts. And don't forget. I was going to say, um, <laughs> what did you just say? What did you just say?